Hello and welcome to the first installment of Race Brain Podcast for the 2024 full season of all your hybrid racing and OCR events. Boys, we had a week off. How's everybody feeling after the holiday? We refreshed. We ready. What kind of resolutions we got going on? Jack, resolution guy, what's your resolution for Race Brain? Don't break my kneecap this year. That's a good one across the board. Fantastic one. That's a that's low hanging fruit though. How many I years know, have you I broken know. your How many years w- you broken your kneecap? Uh, one time in a row. So yeah, I'm, I'm thinking streak. of a broken a finger or a kneecap every other year. So this year, you know, we're going on evens. Should finger. be good next year. I don't know about that, but this year, 2024, we're good. BK, you a resolution guy? Yeah. Nice. I like it. I'm not like all in on it, but I like the idea of any sort of reason to better yourself. Yeah, I agree with that. And I like that the, there's just this opportunity to just reflect on everything. You don't have to mm-hmm. make these big swooping changes, but it's like, oh, I've wanted to drink less creamer in my coffee. Let's try it. And if it doesn't work, whatever. It's not that big of a deal. It doesn't need to be a life changing thing. It's just an it's idea. An easy time to-, time to just try it. Exactly. Why not? If not now, when? Yeah. Rich, are, you, are you a resolution or a resolute guy? Both. Wow. Damn, that's excellent. Look at that. Drink. I'm drinking some of that Resolute Coffee as we speak, feeling getting back to normal. I was on the East Coast for a long time. It was great seeing friends and family. Just great, good for my my brain, good for my soul. But now we're back in action. What airline are you flying on when you when you travel up back out east? There is a direct flight from Denver to the Lehigh Valley. Believe it oh, or not. Oh, that's on uh is it Allegiant? It's Allegiant. Allegiant. Yeah, I almost did that for Palmerton and then I got my needing. So I remember seeing that and I was like, that's, that's pretty sweet. Honestly, it's not bad. It's tight flight. That's not the greatest of airlines, yeah. but they, everything seemed fine on my, fine on my end. Okay. So today we don't have a ton going on in through the full month of December really. And getting things started after the okras, this is our first episode after the best episode we've ever done. A second best after the watch along from Spartan in like 20, can't be topped 21, I think. So today we're going to look into our crystal balls and we are going to project what we think is going to happen for this 2024 season. I spent some time thinking about this, boys. I got some good stuff, I think. Maybe. I think it's good stuff. So that will be the social media breakout no matter what. (laughs) Say it with confidence. Yeah. That will be what we're talking about. All of this stuff will turn out true. So we want to take a kind of an overarching look at what will happen uh, across the different platforms and across different races that we that we talk about here, I can start. I can look into the crystal ball. You look excited, so I want you to lead on to derail you. You're the host. I can start. Got look my in your notes. fingers. You must have notes right there. Got flipping notes. the pages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was on a flight. I was just thinking, doing my thing. See what we got. Do you start with crystal ball or wish list? We have wish list. Talked about this. I did not just I, I, We have I'm no crystal You're starting crystal balls <laughs> is what my crystal ball is saying. Yeah. Your crystal balls is correct. So I'm looking forward to your crystal ball. So we should hit it with some sort of uh some sort of statement up front, I think. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Decafit crushes international market in 2024. I think this market is the people in the community are hungry for just any kind of event. 
And I think that DECA really needs to improve their process and their actual events. From what I understand, the European versions are like a little chaotic. It's not as uh, seamless and it's not as like premium as we see for High Rocks. But just they have these, like three laps on grass. It's it's not what we typically see in the U.S. markets. And, and I don't even think they like they don't have a Jack Bauer over there putting people in the appropriate heats. Like people just kind of standing around. Hey, yeah. give them a shout. But I think that that Spartan and Deca is going to see like exponential growth, specifically on the Deca Deca Fit side of things, just by existing. So I think this they could su- su- uh, sustain some solid revenue and making a lot more money just by putting on these events because they're already there. I don't know if long term that does a lot for them, but. If it's going to be bottom line type of stuff that we're looking at for 24, 25, I think DECA Fit is going to be a big uh, big charger on the Spartan side of things. That's bold. Yeah. It's going to happen. And then I have another question to pose to you guys. Yeah, I, I, I actually support that. And I think that their model where two out of the three event types that they have most people think of fit because that's like the big spectacle one but two out of three events that they have are in a gym and there are gyms and boxes throughout the world doesn't matter it's just exposure have enough people want to do it like i i'm at a uh, i'm training at a crossfit gym right now in new hampshire and they signed to be a deca affiliate at the end of the year they haven't hosted nice. their first event but i was telling them about it they're like uh yeah we're we're going to do some of those next year cuz it's just a good way to like give people a reason to get in shape and stuff and it's it's a small footprint so i i agree they've had events in spain and malaysia and uh, singapore that uh, it was either singapore or malaysia um but it the really UK had, had a, a roadshow yeah right? i was going to say uk and like one in canada but puerto rico i guess uh but for the most part it's just been like a one off type of thing but they've got room to expand i agree with you rich I'd be more excited if that was old Hampshire, New Hampshire, not Europe. Yeah. Right. Not getting behind that crystal ball. Can't. Can't. And that the affiliate part was something I didn't really consider. I don't really know how, like what's like how they classify their revenue that they're bringing in from the actual affiliates versus the events. And do you guys know how they've done the franchising with, these different countries for like Spartan <clears throat> Spartan. It's simply a franchise. I think they have a guy in Spain. That's why you see a lot of events in right. Tenerife and, you know, throughout Spain, we've seen three or four different deck of fits specifically in Spain. I think that they have a guy over there and he might now venture out to other countries. I'm just speaking on, you know, hypothetical at this point, but I think there is a specific guy over there. And then when they make a, when say, yeah, like Spartan Canada, Spartan Mexico or whatever, when they put on an event, does do the operators of the, of Spartan Mexico, do they see all of that revenue or is it shared to big Spartan? I don't know. Or is it like a one-time licensing at the beginning and end of the year or something like that? Yeah. I do not have would- an answer. My guess is that it's an upfront cost simply because we don't see a high number of events out there. 
And so it would seem as if, if Spartan were getting kickbacks per event, they would be pushing for more events, but that's just speculation. That does not have any basis in anything I've heard in reality. Mm. It has to benefit them somewhat, right? Because of the the worldwide expansion that they've seen. I would assume so, right? Yeah, so. they're not doing it for nothing, I'm sure. But did you guys, uh, I'm on Decafit's Instagram page and they did a year interview post a few days ago. They said total number of Deca affiliates went from 96 to 300 in the past, since 2021. Nice. So def- definitely expansion there. The number of affiliate events, so a local gym, hosting a deck of strong or a deck of mile because those are the two local ones that they do went from 196 to 650 over the past two years and the that's whole- just us only so i i think you have some serious backing there where you expand the international market we'll see that and i want to see a lot of these people like wouldn't it be great to see a richard heinick or you know someone who we're used to doing ocr but it's like hey this is in my neck of the woods maybe i'll try it like I would love to see some of those top names. We've seen Thomas Tverdik. Uh, mm-hmm. He used to be really good at OCR, and he won one of the ones over there. Alphonse, it would be great to see more people try to take down him in Spain because we haven't really seen that. Michaela Norman, unbeatable throughout Europe so far. Like I would just love to see some of these really high-level people give it a shot and have that opportunity. Has Ida done one? Adeka? I don't... Mm, not that I can I don't recall believe so. my head. That's what really well. She would do really would well. Be nasty. Yeah. So how many affiliates do they need until they can pay their original affiliates? Before That's... I make my New Year's proclamation of being more positive in general on this podcast, I'm going to tear them down one last time. We still have affiliates not paid. So we need to expand quickly, generate some revenue, and then back pay. This is a bit of my follow-up that I had for this, and uh, we'll just talk about this now, right? Like the the money that that's coming in is just going to like patch holes for a long time, right? So it's we're not going to be able to necessarily see it come back to us. I don't foresee in terms of the community or the high-level athletes in general. It's going to be like, yeah, we or they need to like hire people, right? They need to do something to help them expand or help the operation side of things because what it seems like from our end is that that's really not ready. <laughs> it's really not operating at a, at a very high level. Um, again, just from, just from the outside, I, we could be completely wrong, but I don't think so. But <clears throat> say they do make a bunch of money, right? <clears throat> what do you think Spartan as a company is likely to invest in more? We'll call it like athlete acquisition, like payouts and, and whatever. Would they invest more into hybrid, into DECA, or will we then see them reinvest back into OCR? That would be interesting, but I think OCR. See, I think the opposite. I think they've already kind of made their intentions clear with OCR, where they're cutting back on a lot of the prize money. It's like, here's the fresh direction. Why do you want people to sign up for it? Throw money at it. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's, I guess I can't fault that at all. My total speculation is based on Joe DeSena still being in some way, shape or form at the helm. Mm -hmm. And he at his core as an athlete is an adventure racer. Mm -hmm. And Spartan racing is a pretty big deviation from that. But hybrid racing is a much further deviation 
from adventure racing. And so at his core, I think the thing he likes more is being out on the mountain, seeing people suffer and do all these things. I don't think stations and sanitary suffering is his passion. And so my guess is he will reinvest into the original dream until the well is sucked completely dry. But again, pure speculation. Did you just call that sanitary suffering? Did I hear I that did. right? I yes. like that. <laughs> that's a that's a good term right there. Instead of mud running, sanitary stuff right there. <laughs> and I, I think that 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 checks right. If it, if the guy up top is going to have his hands on all these decisions, you would imagine that's like his baby, right? And like mm-hmm. wanting to see that prosper, and and maybe he still believes that that is a, a high level area for athletes to to explore. What are what are some of the other ventures that Spartans in now? Like right, there's like combat, right? Like wrestling. Do, do wrestling you think it's the same? Yeah, they've got a bunch of like sub brands that they did and have acquired. But do you think it's the same? Mountain like, biking. Do, do you think that the top combat person knows who the top OCR? I think that it's just you know people aren't aware of the cross brand pollination there. But go ahead, Bracken. I just, I'm not a personally aware, and I think that this room would be how much they've done in the other realms. Like, have they put on a La Ruta yet? Have they put on a paddleboard championship yet? Have they, how many wrestling tournaments have they been a part of? Like, I, I don't know what they've actually done with it. They did that trail run, uh, world championship. I think it was in San Francisco area last year. Um, a few OCR people did it, but it was, you know, Joe Gray. But that was level. Spartan Trail, wasn't it? But I thought that they also acquired a different. Maybe, maybe I'm confusing a year or two ago versus this most recent season. That's kind of what I'm. Th- I, that's what I don't know either. It's, it seems like they are making small investments in a, in a in a lot of different areas, and and I don't know if they're dumping money into these areas if they're seeing growth. So if like. If they are seeing growth in this hybrid space, will they do? Will they try to cut some of these other investments to then dump it more into to this, or do they just want to have like their fingers kind of in everything and just kind of want to get a little bit of revenue from a lot of things? Or do you think they are going to cut and like let something be prosperous if it seems that way? Well, I think that we're operating still under the ramifications of what they did right prior to COVID. They acquired most Mm. of these companies prior to that. And I think there was this, obviously as a third party, a faulty vision that they could be a monopoly for outside the box endurance sports, much like Ironman or UTMB is acquiring other pieces, but they're a production company. They're an event company event management it's a production yeah where spartan is the brand and the race i don't think they have shown any ability or even really desire to be an event management company and yet that's what i think they were venturing into and so i think they're kind of just stuck with it unless there's there are things going on that we don't know about i think that it's aimless they're kind of aimless with that and there's not really like a a payoff like if you become the name in wrestling you know, amateur or semi-professional combat wrestling. How does that, how does that in turn grow the 
La Ruta mountain biking or paddle board. I, right. I, I, I think it was like a crisis of identity and I don't know how well thought through it was. I think some things came across a desk and they said, all right, let's do it. Fire ready aim. And I think we're, we're kind of paying for that right now, but I don't, I wouldn't imagine that they're suddenly going to, in a decade from now, be seen as the event management company. I think they're just going to be Spartan race who also has DECA. But maybe with the acquisition of OCR World Championships, uh, depending how and how much they are getting, is acquisition the right word on that? I don't I think know. They <clears throat> or is it some sort of... But they did that with Battlefrog. They did that with Warrior. Da- is basically acquiring for pennies on the dollar old obstacles <sighs> and mailing lists so that they can contact people who mm. previously participated. It's the in mailing list. Yeah. We've never seen an obstacle up here. Yeah. Right. Right. It's the mailing list. Yeah. And ego stroking, right? Feels really good to put someone out to be the nail in the coffin. Right. That's like a business power play. Right. You know, be like, hey, we're we're the top. Like this is going the Spartan race is going to be a business on its own that is going to be relatively sustainable for from a certain perspective, right? And like they will be the one that people do. But yeah, is that just what I guess is is yeah, because the idea of them being an event management company is interesting, but it doesn't seem to be where they want to go. But they, are they like an investment fund of sorts? Like where? I, I guess they're diversifying. Don't, he, yeah. th- that's kind of what I th- what it feels like to me. Just like they're like, we have this umbrella of money, and then we're investing in these little things, and maybe hopefully those can rise up, and we could sell those off or whatever, and make money. Like, is it just going to be like a big fund? It's like the Spartan Race Mutual Fund. Yeah, I, yeah, it's funny to be maybe ironic because it's the thing they do worst. You wouldn't bring <laughs> them in to audit your event or to show how it's done. No, what they do great is they capture people's imagination and their passion and they work them into the ground wearing too many hats. Like they can cultivate motivation out of people and put them to work for them, but they don't really have a business model that you can copy. They have a fantastic set of volunteers and underpaid workers who put on fantastic races, but their business management kind of sucks. So I don't think they could be an event management company because I don't think they're good at managing their events. It, that makes sense. It seems you guys that way. Oh, go ahead, Rich. Yeah. I was going to say it seems that way, but then like the TV show, right? Like basically like, let me show you how to do business. It just seems like that's what they would want to be. Like, let's make all of these businesses better businesses based around what we've done. And like, we can grow a decafit into something that is maybe not as like Spartan, or we can grow a Spartan combat or a, what else? What are the Spartan kayak? La Ruta? Kayak? Yeah. Something else? Yeah. You know, so, uh, so uh, if, and are they just exploring and trying to figure that out? And they're going to get back to the roots and just be like, we're just going to do Spartan race now. And if that's what it is, that's what it is. I, I do have a question for you. You guys, are you still coming across people who have never done OCR who reach out to you? I'm sure as coaches, that happens semi-regularly. Rich, maybe a little less for you since you're kind of the hybrid path, but are you still finding people who are not or who are completely new to OCR and just want to give it a shot? Yeah, but more hybrid than OCR at this point. Mm, and those people might be people coming from hybrid. It's not, or I'm sorry, yeah. coming from OCR. It's not exclusively people coming from OCR. They scratched that OCR rich and now they're doing hybrid. Or There's something. some yeah. of that. There's some of that. But the people I'm hearing from more are like, yep. oh, I saw this race. 
and I want to get ready for yeah. it. But the reason I'm asking, how did most people find out about OCR? They saw like the pictures in the mud, you know, the fire jump, all the barbed wire, that kind of stuff. Did you hear that this upcoming season, actually as of yesterday, uh, January 1st, they are charging for photos, mm -hmm. which I think is going to hurt that side of the, you know, guerrilla marketing or whatever mm -hmm. you call it, where mm -hmm. people just post it and that's just free marketing because it looks cool. And, you know, I, I think that that might have an, some negative implications there. I don't like that a whole lot. I, I have never bought race photos from like a road race or anything where they charge you to take photos, just work it into the price. It's funny. It's endurance industry standard, but OCR in its own bubble, it is not industry standard. Right, right. And so right. they're now going the, to devalue things for their customers right. while joining the 20th century, 21st century. I, Everybody else so Hyrox does it. Hyrox yeah. charges for photos. They charge, people yeah. don't complain about it. And people will probably get mad that it's like, oh, Spartans charge. It's like you got 13 years of free photos mm -hmm. when everyone else isn't doing it. But most of my race photos from road races or, or anything else are just have the watermark. I'm like, I'm not paying for them. I just, it's something I won't do. And I wonder what percent will. Well, people love to turn around and post their photos immediately on social. And that mm -hmm. will have some sort of a negative impact on the word of mouth, social media spread of free advertising. But they could reinvest the money that they're saving from the, the free photos or whatever into a, a, a more like a newer style of marketing or something like that. If they want to sure. double down on influencer marketing or whatever is working right now, right? And so they'll be able to see yeah. a, a side by side. It's like, okay, these photos that people send out, maybe they've gotten us to this point, but we got to see what what else. Yeah. And there's probably going to be a, a, some duration early on where they just ride through the storm, whatever. Like we're going to have some negative fallback, but then eventually people are going to see photos on there. And it's like, oh, I kind of want one of those. And then I have a feeling it'll catch up a little bit. It'll never get to the same level that it has now where it's free. So of course you're just going to go and get your photos. Most people do that. Uh, they're never going to get a hundred percent sign up for, you know, buying photos now that they cost money, especially 30 bucks. Um, but we'll see how that happens. I I'd be curious if they have a weekend package. Like if you're doing a trifecta, are you going to have to pay for the sprint super and beast times three basically, or if they have a all in one inclusive type thing, that might be a, a different model to encourage people, but they've yeah. got business degrees. I don't, that's just some thoughts. This is important to remember, stupid. not everyone in their company has a degree in what they're doing. Yes. Business degrees are stupid anyway. Yeah, they are. <laughs> straight, straight up. Here's the important piece for this to me Experience, is, not degree. does That's the quality of photos improve? Because with free, we are happy to get two or three great photos out of 11 blurry out of focus shots. Are they? That's my shoulder. Right. If you pay 30 bucks for them, you expect high definition, like a Jack Gorris style photography. Right, yeah. And will we get that? I'm not sure, but they have to be useful now. In the past, they got away with those timer cameras and stuff, whatever, where it just snaps random strobes and you get what you get. Now you're going to need, like, I can't see me over the fire jump. There's just smoke. That won't be acceptable anymore. And so they might create their own problem or they might, and this isn't, this would not be Spartan's MO, but they might say, we're doing this because we're bringing in a higher end level of photographer to take care of this i don't know what they're going to do mm -hmm. uh, yeah I, i'd also be curious if they go to new locations how many bucket carries do you guys have how many barbed wire crawls or z wall it's it's the same five or six that i've had since the beginning i think it would be cool to get some different ones honestly but i'm still not paying 
And I wonder if it is the people like us who don't need them that will stop, but their first time, second time, the people do it once a year who do want them or people, yeah, like I think it would be cool if you, for the people that come once a year, right? So the onesies in your town and you're, you've lost 20 pounds since your last one, you're going to buy that photo. You're buying that photo no matter what, right? It's like, this is my part of my fitness journey. And it's hard to put yourself in that mentality. Like if we talked about a legionnaire earlier, if I'm flying on one of those, I'm I'm on the plane anyway. I'm not paying for extra seats, but a lot of people do pay for that kind of stuff. A lot of people do buy a snack on a plane. It, just because I don't do it doesn't mean a decent chunk of people won't do it. And it's probably the same way for race photos. Just because the three of us might not do it doesn't mean the 80% of the race who does open heat and doesn't have a big collection of photos already might not be interested in doing it. Rich and I bought our high rocks doubles. Hell yeah. Yeah. Rack, you you I, I didn't buy it. the one with me? I'm just kidding. No, I realized it was a scam. No. Oh. Right away, oh, I thought, you know what? Dra- this will be good for Jack social. Need that. It'll be good for uh, running public, for using it for episode mm-hmm. art and things like that. And then the next day, Rich emails me. He's like, hey, man, I got a zip file for you. Turned out he bought them too. Like, Even though I don't think we're the intended market for most of these decisions, even we, for that first one, that was my first race in a long time. I'm like, this. I need some social stuff. Totally. I'm going to buy it. Everyone's a hybrid. Michigan turned out for you for for Spartan. Everything's in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) Better be better than that. Um, But other thing, I would imagine that Jack, like you're saying, kind of packaging things up. I'm guessing like whatever they're unbreakable, whatever, whatever, like they're tiers of uh, yearly, whatever annual pass people. Yeah, get the credit card, get free photos, stuff like that. Will probably be it's the airline model. It's like get a free check bag. Yeah. Would you like to upgrade to boarding group two? No. <laughs> that was an all-encompassing crystal ball. DECA will expand rapidly, and we got all the way to Spartan Photos. Spartan <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? I've got one. You want you want to stick with Hyra or uh, Hybrid, or do you want to go to OCR? Whatever you like. All right. I was kind of both. I think that High Rocks, after this season... They will figure it out on their qualification system. I know that the season ends halfway through, but they have heard enough complaints over the past two to three seasons about how things are wrong. They made it. They were willing to do stuff to make changes, but I think they're going to get it right for next the following season. So I guess the 2025 World Championship qualifying. I had I actually my crystal ball said something similar that they will go away from time completely. Yep. Exactly. I my my thoughts is that they're gonna go away from time because they just recognize it's not the same. It they will still have times and like mm-hmm. a time leaderboard and all the time results. But in terms of qualification, I think that they're gonna open up, have that Anas and Marcus Wallace and Colin Stever, that second heat where people can get in and it's just whoever ran the fastest that day. I think that they they may have multiple waves be able to do the grid system and it's just rank everybody that day regardless of which heat you're in and that's who's going to make the uh elite elite 15 at the end of the year I, if they're going to have four races again the three plus the last qualify or last chance qualifier it's a good improvement but i think they're going to make a few more tweaks that all of us have mentioned and i think it'll be a lot better system next year i think that's a logical announcement to make it out of your crystal ball i think it makes sense because hyrox has been following their own version of logic 
and taking feedback throughout the whole process. Some of their announcements haven't made logical sense to us on the outside, but from their perspective from the beginning, it's been on brand, but they have been open to each year taking feedback and fixing things. Mm -hmm. I think that they have done a better job on that than anything else in this hybrid OCR space. Maybe OCR worlds, but they got a lot right from the start. Mm -hmm. So I would say I'm just, I'm with you. I have confidence in their brand at this point. We've been hyper, I've been hypercritical of a lot of their decisions, especially on the athlete side of things. This year is definitely an improvement from last year. It's not perfect, right? It's really also, it's, again, they're trying to build stories around athletes as opposed to building stories around sport and then highlighting the athletes who are good at the sport. They're, they're trying to do it the opposite way. It seems like to me, it's like, let's make stories around athletes and they'll run the race and whatever happens in the race. So they have a little bit of improvement from where I stand to be. Uh, to be like legitimate as a sport, you know, like what other sport can, like I was thinking the, if you wanted to make the Olympics in the 5k, like if we're just like, we're doing it this year, any one of us, there's a path that we could most likely take to get us there. It's like run a time, run a qualify, sanction event, move your way up to this ladder and you'll have the opportunities like in our country. Is that, yeah, in our country. Okay, that's fine. Uh, others just name, here's the athlete who's going to go to the Olympics or the you're on the spot and the other two are up for grabs. Right, okay. Um, so in our country, that that would be, there is a process that we can do that. Where Hyrex like, kind of doesn't have that, right? It's like you can do everything in your in your power and you just won't have the opportunity to get there. And I don't think that's really what like like a legitimate sport trying to find the best does. But you know what really makes me agree with this the most is that the way that they improved their coverage from Chicago to Sweden, like mm-hmm. short turnaround, they said that they were going to own it and not just be like, Hey, we all look at this. We, we agree that this was bad. Like there's kind of like your fake apology, but then they came in and actually made it better in a very short amount of time. Right. So they're, they're showing that at least, they're interested in finding out what the sport and professional side can give them and not just like making it some sort of like marketing, whatever, whatever, just like not paying any attention or caring that much, just kind of blowing past it. So that coverage alone makes me feel like that they are going to make the move toward, towards sport even further. I agree with that. And I guess we're all kind of on the same page because my crystal ball prediction was that in 2024, High Rocks surpasses Spartan as the most important brand in fitness racing. Hmm. Now, that counters my wish list, which I will state later. But in terms of prognostication for the sport, I see High Rocks poised to take over. To the point where I believe they could put on a toughest style OCR race in the next two to three years, if they so choose. Oh, you're expansion talking the, into. Yeah. Are you into talking the yellow, run. the yellow bibs for the year where you just have a bunch of people going all at once? Yep. Interesting. Now, I I don't see that for this calendar year. We would have heard about it by now, but and I don't even know if that's their goal. But I think that they could because they have the two most important things in business, sport, anything, and that is momentum. And money. 
They have them both right now, which is why we can see a quick turnaround on coverage. Mm-hmm. What happens when Spartan coverage sucks? It's like, well, this is what we're doing this year. Well, why is that? Because they have no sense of momentum. It's not going to change anything really for them. No. They're not aiming for anything much bigger right now, and they can't throw money on it even if they wanted to, where higher can say, we're going to bring in what's needed to get it done because we got money to play with. And we are trending correctly. And that's when you are excited and you have direction and you have the capital to do things, you do them. And they're in that, they're in that seat right now. Cause they could, it, I'm sure they are thinking of what this business is going to be long-term the way that we were talking about, like, what is Spartan, right? Is Spartan just a right. race? Is it a fund? Is it a management company? Like the, is this the year we see Hyrox make that announcement that they're going to move into into the next part of what we understand this business to be? Huh. I, if I were them, I would be having the conversation: Do we buy Spartan? Hyrox. Not that they should buy but, Deca and make it Hyrox light. The hmm. entry-level, accessible, short-track version. I'm not saying that they even should, but they are in the point right now where I believe they are going to become the industry. And what do we see when people become the industry? They either play well with everyone or they decimate everyone. Hmm. And Spartan was at the table with Hyrox three years ago, and Hyrox remembers this. And Spartan pulled out at the last minute and founded DECA. So if we know anything about businessmen and businesswomen is that they do not forget any slight and they will cut off their nose to spite their face. And so we've seen things like this before. Is there a chance Hyrox does not stop with fitness racing that they look to take over OCR globally as well, if only to kill it? Uh, That's my crystal ball and it's nasty. I love it. I love it so much. I love the idea of Christian just like throwing darts at Joe DeSena's face. Yep. And just be like, you think you could buy me? I'm going to turn around and buy you. Is this going to become like World War Three right here? Germany against the US again? Fitness battles. That I mean, that yeah. would be like, I, I, I don't look at them even as opponents yeah. often. You know, like maybe when that that happened, like the DECA, whatever, like, yeah, like kind of like, like, hey, let's just do this that they've done and we'll just slap Spartan on it. We'll send it to our emails that we have from all the Battle Frog attendees and we'll see what we got. And like, if that like really rubbed them the wrong way, it's like, okay, we're going to figure out because they're like Spartan, like covering that sport or running that sport is just like logistically challenging, like out outdoor like these huge events, like it's been the major issue with the sports side of OCR is that it's like hard to watch, even when it's covered well. It's looking like, what is this? What's going on? Is this hard? They're barely moving. But if like they could take it from a, from what they've learned from the high rock side and kind of do it inside out and apply it to OCR, mm-hmm. like, no, from what we understand doing it here, like that, we can't even register in our brains how that could work outside. And could that make a better product? Could it be something that we we've had in our minds that we want to see? Can they do it? What's that? Cloverfield. <laughs> That's happened. It all comes back to the Cloverfield. <laughs> Cloverleaf. No, they've been li- yeah. Cloverleaf. Yeah. Cloverleaf. I was like, 
I was like, man, that would be a disaster. <laughs> this was Aliens? happening, and then a monster yeah. came in and just yeah. was like, this all, all this whole conversation doesn't matter. <laughs> and I want to be clear. My true crystal ball for the year is that Hyrox surpasses Spartan in importance mm. to the industry. Just a little more subjective. But it wouldn't take that big of a stretch to think they're vindictive about what Spartan did to them three years ago, and now Spartan is on fumes, and Hyrox has momentum and money. And the third M, motivation. Right? <laughs> I like this. I think, I mean, it's, it's reasonable. It's reasonable, but like for high rocks to make the decision to get mixed up with a company like Spartan, like they, like they might be looking at me like this company is just going to kill themselves. Do yeah. we need to have anything to do with them destroying their standing? Like let's wait another year and see, let's go the old, the old, Need to see another year. I'll put an asterisk next to this conversation and we'll come back and be like, yeah, Hyrox just des just like disintegrated. Yeah. They'll, they'll never do it, but I, I would love to see like a, it's just a cross competition between the two. It's yes. like you pick your, your person like, all right, Hunter, you're going head to head against Bubbles the Clown and, you know, these, the last five zones of this. And then we're going to have someone else, you pick your representative, Rylan, you're going to have to do 100 wall balls versus, you know, Alex Rontrovic and good luck beating Meg Jacoby. You know, that, that would be really cool. They'll never do it. I'm taking but, it a step farther. Yeah. An indoor-outdoor games, a crossover event where it's like OCR World's teams, but you send your outdoor guy out, he runs 2K, <sighs> hits the obstacle gauntlet, hands off, your indoor guy goes in, does his sleds, hands back off we we people love crossovers we could have a mcu style crossover could you imagine the draft like you have uh you know a pretty solid person in deck of fit but then you you get johnny luna lima on like the descent leg something like that and it makes up <laughs> 30 seconds you're, you're suddenly in the lead the lead changes that would happen in that that would be exciting this is kind of like uh bk what you wanted to do your stadium beast type of thing stadium beast oh, yeah. it could be it could be something like that right just run out in the meadowlands go yeah philly it could happen it could happen in philly for sure i would sign up to that in a second <laughs> but, it, but it could be some sort of relay into i like this i like this we need that bankroll let's give us that need. cake give us that cake we'll make this happen so we're all bullish on the high rocks bullish on high rocks yes i have Something similar, and we're and we almost we're we're dipping our toe in here talking about crossover events. My crystal ball told me goofy games in 2024 will be less goofy. We will see like a serious competitor rise up that can take a big chunk of this existing market now. And there's gonna be like real there's, there's companies, people with money who are who are clearly like following the pro this progress, right? And maybe there's some sort of collaboration. Like their Puma is the international is the worldwide sponsor for High Rocks this year. Like the rumors, complete rumors, like I, I have no I don't know this at all, was that Reebok came in and wanted that bid, wanted to be the sponsor as well. So say like a Reebok collaborates with the aforementioned Iron Man, they're looking at this, like mm -hmm. we're an event company, we can do this, we can fund a crazy event right from the start and do it well. Slap Reebok on it, 
and there's an instant competitor, an instant beast of a, of a competitor that they will have to be taken seriously and could do a really high level event that could be executed, but that, that we might not even know we need or we want, that would, but we'll look at it and be like, oh yes, this is going to work. A goofy game style? No, no, no. I feel oh, like, oh, uh, I, I was like, come on, I want to see that. There will be, there will be no combat. That 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 Spartan con- that's what might happen with the bankroll that Spartan makes from Deca is that Spartan combat enters the combat the games market. Yeah, yeah. So, so, Rich, you weren't around, and I I wasn't really competing much at that time. But like th- this sort of sounds like Atlas Games or uh, Atlas Race when they just showed up and just threw a bunch mm-hmm. of money, just came out of nowhere. There were already white the dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he was on the Colts. But is that kind of what you're getting at where we're just going to show up and already be ready to put on a high event without any like grassroots growth? Yes. Yes. And something that is seems like it would it will be good. It will work. I don't know much about Alice Games either, but that there is going to be a major competitor here. Like in the, like we, we won't see the event this year, but we'll hear about the the money coming in and like the potential of some new event. You're, you're not saying all goofy games are going to be, you know, they're they're done because of this supreme goofy games. Are you saying well, that they're going to get less goofy this year? They're going to be more streamlined. There's going to be okay. more stream- like right now it seems like what goofy games are is like yes, there's people that see this opportunity to to um help with this the the growth of this like community or wants to like help test these athletes and but it looks like it seems more like a lifestyle like choice. Yeah, like to, they're ready to, for the unknown. I'm really fit in pretty much everything. I can do whatever you you throw my way type of lifestyle. And the events themselves held are like small in comparison to what we've seen at like a high rocks, right? And it's like maybe let's test this out. Maybe we can grow this into something. And it is like at the grassroots type of level. Or like if we can continue to grow, but like realistically, how big is Rally in the Valley ever going to be? Right? Like maybe there's two events throughout the year and it's at the same compound. Like is is a battle bunker going to be an event that you can do all year? Right. Is that what it's going to be like for Alpha Warrior? Like it's one location. Maybe they have a dozen events of an uh, event every month, right? Like, but nothing is, like those are events that maybe they can make a quick buck. Maybe they could sell it off to a bigger company, but like they're not going to come in and, and compete where where this is going. They can't. They can't. They can't, and they all have a bias. They all slew towards the th- the like the community aspect of the the event that puts it on. Like we all ruck, or we suffer and do grip work, or we love shooting guns. Like there's always that bias in there. There isn't yet a outside company that has said we're going to do an unbiased version. And I think you're right that the only way to shake up a saturated industry is with a lot of money. Yeah. Like if we if we would have looked at two years ago the energy drink industry, we would have said like, why would you even try getting started in this right now? How would you ever break through? And then the Paul brothers were like, we have millions, let's create Prime. Mm. I'm like, that sounds dumb. And now it's everywhere. They just bought Have a stake just, in it and they're there instantly overnight. They were in every supermarket and it's there. Someone could do that. Like you said, Iron Man could do that with a hybrid, with an OCR, with a goofy games, just by having more capital than anyone else can play with. And if it seems like an investment that is going to be profitable, which 
I don't see why not at this point. Like maybe it's too early still and they're going to need to see a little bit more uh, sustainable growth because right now it's it's like a massive spike, right? This is just like this outlier. Like how sustainable is this going to be before we dump a ton of capital into it? Maybe it's early, but maybe they need to be, get their foot in there before it does go or maybe they need to get a foot in there to legitimize it a little bit. They see that opening, right? It's like, okay, well, like let's make it a sport. We, we're talking about well-known people. Uh, whatever happened with that 3KO thing with Conor McGregor, he was going to put on sort of a hybrid, yeah. He's not goofy forward. games, but similar, like here's a big name attached to it, not really doing anything with it, but his name is associated with this, so it'll get some exposure. To me, that was like the first hint that this is going to happen because that's, <laughs> that, that's similar okay. to the company that runs, that was going to run that event. They're, man they're an event management company. They do like Ragnar races. And they, they're, they're almost like a fund kind of more or less. And they, they can fund things down. They have a bunch of companies under them. And 3KO is going to be one of those. I just don't think the concept worked. I don't think that the the marketing is was not is, was not right. Like like what? Like Dwight Freeney on an obstacle race or whatever. Like what? How does that person help? How does Conor McGregor help find fitness people? You know, yeah. it just, it doesn't, he's not even a fighter with fitness, right? Like he's known for guessing out. You would have to find someone that makes sense or a company that makes sense. And you have McGregor as a silent partner for a while. If he wants it, to be involved. Right. Yeah. Like it's he, mixed he should, signals. It wasn't good marketing to yeah. me. The other pieces that a total outsider can do. And, and as an insider in an industry, I always get really standoffish when someone wants to come out. Like even when Atlas Race did their thing, I'm like, who are you to do this? You don't know. Why didn't you ask us? Like we get standoffish. But the one thing that they can do is come in with no preconceived notions about how a race should look. Everyone who puts on a version of hybrid racing right now has ergs or sleds yep. and lunges. Like that's what's there. They just all use it because that's what we think of for this, someone would come in and put together a really outside the box, but logical competition that I don't know if we would normally be able to come up with because we are too used to what it should look like. And they could Bias. do the opposite. And that, that I think is healthy. Like yeah. in, in, in OCR, again, I, I started really being trying to like branch out like 2016. So it existed for a couple of years, but every OCR event from the, the minute you check in, is this is the same like the check-in mm -hmm. process is the same right it's like and then like one of them you start in a pool and that's their big their big innovation it's like <laughs> cool great i'm wet now but you like big awning you have monkey bars you run on a trail you have a rope climb you carry something that's yeah same. right and like you know mate whatever the differences are, are very are, are pretty subtle the colors of the t-shirt are different but like do we need something that is just completely flipped Porter Rock. Porter Rock. Porter Row, whatever it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because there's so many ways to test fitness and make it look exciting. And I think that's what's CrossFit's genius at the end of the day is that they can come up with very different, easy and pleasurable to view activities that are nasty tests of fitness. Like they'll, they'll put some giant dong shaped thing on a football field and say, flip it. And we're like, this is awesome. It's like, it's 700 pounds. You're like, oh, I, I understand that I ain't flipping that yeah. penis. Yeah. Or <laughs> even like their agility sprint thing. Like, right. We never would have given them that event, but it was great viewing. You know, they, they come up with things because they think about it differently. 
And I think uh, there's there's a there's a place for that in this sport. Mm-hmm. Name like two events that you would put into a future non-biased hybrid event that are not in there currently. Like it's going to be hard if you have eight to ten zones. It's hard to think of something new. Pacer test. During the middle of it, <laughs> how many rounds do you have to complete? I don't know. That's the thing. Like can't, we, we yeah. can't. Yeah. Right. It, we we would have to sit around as like a think tank and, and test. spend weeks. Uh, yeah, because right now it would be like, oh, we row and we run and we lift sandbags and we run. Like we it would default back to like how we like to do things. Even where, our our hybrid competition that we built on this podcast was based around the type of events we already see in the industry. Yeah. Like maybe a little changes here or there, but there's just like a similar type of workout that will yeah. favor similar type of athletes. And we have an athlete type in mind that we want to see represented as the peak of fitness. Right. Someone else doesn't have that. For sure. Like if we're building it and the three of us can't do moderately well and Hunter can't do exceptionally well and Ryan can't, can't Ryan Ken can't do very well. Like I'd say this doesn't test the ultimate hybrid athlete. Right. Because we already know these are our versions of what we think the best hybrid athlete is. And we're bound by that. And that's what ends up being a little bit tricky with something like CrossFit existing is like, where does that line end up being blurred? Right. So like staying kind of away from that because it already exists. And that's, that's things that we're seeing more and more. It's like, okay, is this weak? Is this just not, is this CrossFit for not good CrossFitters? Or like, what do we, what is this? Um, CrossFitters. Yeah. I mean, CrossFit, they'll, Every three, four years, they'll be like, all right, we're doing 17.2 again. They'll repeat some workouts, but for the most part, they've had a good number of events in that three to 12 minute time frame that just have never been repeated again. It's pretty remarkable that they're able to do that. Or what if CrossFit does this? What if that's, this is an area that CrossFit's like, we're doing a hybrid race. They'd be the best at it, I think. I mean, putting it on. Well, that would be kind of like, maybe not the, the, uh, because I mean, the, the Paul brothers, I mean, I'm sure they don't have as much money as like these big, like as Coca-Cola to get into right. like the the energy drink market, but they have the social capital to instantly that w- it could kind of balance things. And they have some money. I don't think they do great financially, honestly, but what if they're just like, yeah, hey, let's just try this at, but their issues, they only do one event, whatever. Say they do like at Wadapalooza. This isn't, this isn't, this wouldn't happen, but at Wadapalooza, there's going to be a CrossFit hybrid event, hybrid race or whatever. What yeah, about in Dubai um, this year or whatever? Like yeah. They're just going to put something on. Why not? What What about that strongman thing in Austin? They had it at the same time. The Rogue. The Rogue. Invitational, mm-hmm. so, yeah. They sort of have a little bit of a crossover. It, but. Yeah, it could be. But again, it's not, that wouldn't be CrossFit as an entity because that's that's rogues event and Wadapalooza is, is Wadapalooza by itself like it would be yeah I wasn't sure who the the managing company they, was in that point yeah. CrossFit only does one event and it's the CrossFit games and the and like the lead up into it like the semis and the open or whatever reason, yeah. yeah whatever um so it would be a complete deviation but it could be something like that or yeah like rogue puts it on with their strongman and whatever I don't know that's my crystal ball there it is. You got a wish list? No. I wish for nothing. Well, I'm starting off then. Do oh, it. I'll I, give you I, time. I have one more, I have oh, one more Jack, crystal ball. Do it. If we're if we're gonna do crystal ball. Do crystal ball. We're yeah, we're good. We're tap it. Is is this the year of the ultra? We have an ultra world championship. We have the biggest prize money by far in OCR history. 
Tough Mudder Saudi Arabia in two months. I feel like they could throw another random event at some point during the middle of the year. And obviously, World's Toughest Mudder has been, but you're just seeing more and more people try it and succeeded it through the years. I could see this being the yearly ultra. I like it. I personally think obstacle course racing in its purest forms are very short or very long. Everything in between, I love, but it really comes down to what you're doing with the running and obstacle placement. And it doesn't matter if it's very short and if it's very long, because you can't have weaknesses in either one of those. As soon as it gets mid-length, like 30 to 90 minutes, let's call it two hours, like so many other things can happen. Course setup matters. The shorter it is and the longer it is, the more it's just pure. That's what obstacles are made for. They either break you or break you down or make you take chances or make you have strategy in between. It's just like, just go run hard for two hours and don't fail anything. It's mm. going to be the same people winning the the sprint versus the beast anyway. Almost yeah, every but the ultra really excites me. And I think it could be a fantastic year for OCR ultra. And it's where society's heading. UTMB has never been bigger. Western States never been bigger. It's never been harder to get into major hundreds than it is now. So I think it makes sense. It would make it logically. It would be a great move for for. I mean, and you might be reject that. Just naturally, people do start gravitating toward that because the the amount of money that they've cut for the. We haven't really talked about that, right? The how the the series we're doing that on the wish list. Oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. Uh, But just that if. Yeah, say these hybrid events do spread more and there's more, call it, again, athlete acquisition costs put into DECA, Hyrox, new events, and these people that thrive in the 30 to 120-minute range, that's where they're going to need to go. Then, like, it's it's super muddy. So, yeah, push it out to the 5-hour to 24-hour range. And, like, there's something for those people who want to do that there. I think it makes sense just so you're not – you're not competing with the same and it diff, it's just it differentiates and that's something that I want them to do so bad now because it's so they just want to oh it's a world championship for everything always here we go it's like no just like yeah. your, plant your flag on something and every little piece will be exciting the longer the event the more uncertainty there is and the more that every move has time to be analyzed and second guessed and they announcers can talk about it like you can win for 20 hours in dnf you can be in Mm. 20th place for 20 hours and win Mm. you in a two-hour race we can all get to the point i shouldn't say we all any high level athlete can get to the point where 30 minutes to two hours they can peg it they can pick their exact perfect strategy and just hold it there and very 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 few people especially in our realm will be able to do that for an ocr ultra and so it's going to make for such compelling action Short course is compelling, even when the courses are dumb, because it's close and it's tight and it's exciting. And ultras are going to be compelling because of the magnitude of what they're doing and the risk reward. And the the storytelling, like we've seen even just like Matt Davis's documentary, documentary. Right? like the, these longer events allow for greater stories. That's really what we're what we're doing with these longer following these longer events. Like it can breathe a little. Yeah, like you can see people persevere. It, things like come up and go down, and where in a, in a high end event, it's just like 
you have to know what's going on beforehand to see it's a, to kind of tell yourself the stories as it's playing out so you can kind of follow the narrative on its own. Mm-hmm. But when it's a big race like that, then you can really start highlighting what's happening in there and showing how hard these things are. I don't really follow uh, the ultra endurance worlds for running, like the like the UTMB or the uh, or like a Western State type of thing. I'll, I'll catch like if something crazy big happens or whatever. But I don't know like who got tenth. You know, how are those things covered for the for the public? Like, how do they tell those stories or? Are, do they show the races? Like how they do? How does that work? So, so there's always a live stream during, and they do just the best they can do, and they rely heavily on GPS trackers and people out correspondence out on course. There's always a condensed recap afterwards, which could be a two hour condensed or forty minutes or whatever it is. But then along the way, they do these little docu series lead ins, like. Hoka did their lead-in with Walmsley. And then people did it like you have the North Face people who are doing theirs. And, you know, Zach Miller was having his comeback year. And so he, there's little 30-minute episodes along the way. So they treat it as instead of a series, they have a series of videos. And they all have to qualify along the way. But there's not a national series or a world series for them as much as there are tentpole events. And then they build intrigue. And then they recap and they build intrigue and recap. And I think that makes a lot of sense for our sport Mm -hmm. in its current iteration. We can't Mm -hmm. throw money at series races and we can't guarantee people will be there. Putting on a few tentpole events matches up with the ultra world. And when, when Spartan was probably the most successful, uh, based off of nothing other than just my own opinion in terms of showing sport was when they were doing like the NBC stuff. Yeah. Right. Where they were, just catching clips of major areas of the race and then having the athletes kind of explain in post and having it all cut together. That's when it's looked the best. And so maybe that's just what it needs to be. And and going into the ultra space just gives them more time to do that. And this is, this is still the thing that I get feedback on the most from random people. Like this past weekend at our alumni basketball tournament, I haven't seen these people in almost a decade and they're coming, Hey, you still doing that, that racing stuff. I was in a bar here and saw it, or (laughs) I was here. I was at this work event and I saw you on the screen. Like that is so far in the past, yet that's still the, the most common thing that people that I used to know in my life bring up when they meet, when they see me is that they saw me on an NBC or ESPN coverage somewhere. The live streams don't get to the general consciousness. No. It has to be on TV or a legitimate production on YouTube. Or good. Yeah. Yeah, good. And those are the things that cut through into the public consciousness. Oh, that's on the Ocho. I'll watch it. Yeah. Bracken, you, you mentioned the uh, smaller recap b- between the trail events. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it would be a good idea since Spartan kind of has everything? They've got Deca, they've got Short, they've got Long. If one of those recapped episodes, they spent, say it's 30 minutes, they spent 10 minutes on DECA, just a consolidated clip, 10 minutes on, you know, the 3K, 10 minutes on whatever else major race throughout the season. Would that be a good way to kind of combine everything and expose the brand a little bit more? You might get some interest in people who are specifically looking at this. Because if you look at track and field, I know it's not the most popular sport to watch, but they have field events, they've got sprints, they've got distance, all in the same broadcast at various times appealing to different people. And some people love it all. I I feel like that might not be a bad idea if they're going to do a consolidated version. I think that they have the most aimless YouTube channel I've ever seen for a major brand. 
they're always starting something the unbreakable series or right, now right, it's right. conversation with the ceo or now it's like do tough shit or, but they never see it through to anything i think ongoing recaps of races giving people things to watch on a repeated on a on a scheduled basis is the way to keep momentum going in your brand so they have so many races happening recaps are the poor man's way of putting on good production quality because you we can all record in 1080p on our phones and since we're not streaming it there's no degradation in signal and so recaps are a great way for people to do it, and i think they should take way more advantage of it there, there are so many like just not candid conversations but just regular conversations i'd have while i was a rabbit that never made the broadcast and a lot of times we were muted you could take that stuff and just learn to like the athletes because we're just talking about regular stuff. And I'm sure the other rabbits were doing the same when they were covering whoever, just having a conversation out on the course. And I think that that would be really intriguing. And you've got your filler material between races to build up your storyline and get to know the athletes and have someone to root for or against. Like, yeah. I think it would be a good idea. UTMB, for the example, I watch all the lead-ins. I, it was like a five or six-part Walmsley series leading into can he capture this thing finally. And then I How watched it live episode? the best. What's up? How long per episode? I want to say it was like 13 to 20 minutes. Okay, so short clips. Yeah. Yeah, but long enough to like get something out of it. And and I could be a little off on that. But then I watched it live, and then I'd watch some recasts. But then there's like... UTMB from the crew perspective. And I'd watch that on the treadmill one day. It was like 40 minutes of the crew doing their thing. And then you had already seen the race footage. Now you see it from the other, him coming in to his crew. We saw it from behind. Now we're seeing it from the front and hearing him talk. Like just what you're saying, like it's a totally different perspective, hearing how he's interacting, seeing his low points with his crew, hearing how they're handling, like it rounded out the experience of who Jim Walmsley, the athlete is on race day and his interactions. Like there's so many of those things waiting to be put together, but it would take someone dedicated to putting those. So all your interactions is a rabbit. Right. And like always comes down to money, right? Like money. How do you pay to put that on? How do you pay to make that good? Where does it go? How does it make your money back? But it would be great if it was like a sports center, right? For goofy, goofy stuff like this. It'll give yeah. you a reason to check in every week. Say it's four weeks between major races. It's like, okay, here we're talking about the top women last race. Next week, we'll talk about the top men. And then we'll do like a quick little highlight, you know, summary just to remind you right before the week. So I, I feel like it's pretty formulaic. And ultras are so slow. There's so you can much get story footage to tell. Everything. There's so much story. Yeah. You can have people out there jogging along, just getting silent footage of everyone. And then after the fact, this person did great. All right, let's compile and let's show a little like, let's show Kunkel behind the scenes. Great. Let's do it. Next, it's like, well, J Joshua Reed, let's show him. We, we got footage on everyone. They're not hard to stay with. The athletes, well, they're hard to stay with. <laughs> but not for 24 it, hours. Right. Okay. They're, they're shuffling along. I can trade, Yeah. But athletes talk a lot more than you realize on the course, even though you'd think to be out of breath. They're not like at an all-out sprint the entire time. So you could still talk if you're in a multiple hour event. And I think a lot of people would really like some athletes who they probably aren't aware of because they don't get as much exposure just simply by hearing them talk and, and get to know them a little bit between the events. I don't know if it was you guys or Golden Trail did a rabbits falling clip it was like six to seven minutes of a sloppy yeah. race it was so entertaining uh, spartan did that for greece trifecta um because one of the one of the rabbit or no uh, european championship last in 2022 because one of the rabbits like wiped out fallen richard heineck and got pretty injured 
And then they had like a four or five minute video showing that. And I know that Steve Hammond also, I, I don't know if he posted it or someone tagged him in it, but there was like a, a compilation of him wiping out Jason John Alvin, me falling with Emma Cook Clark. There, there was at one point a video series like that. Content is never going to be the issue. It's displaying it. We need we need a rabbit to follow the rabbit. Rabbits. Now we're talking. This is what rabbitception. That that is just where this the future is. That's what my crystal ball just told me. There we are. That's my. But yeah, I think maybe that is what maybe we do start in a sports center. You guys want to start a sports center for? That's what race brain ends up. Yeah, we just need some money. Give us that cake. Audio sports center. Give us that cake. We'll be out there. We got rabbit. We got at least one rabbit with experience. That's you, Jack. You're you're busy, Rich. So that's why you never. I, I wore a GoPro for a race once, so that's pretty sick. That's on my resume now. You, you ever rewatch it? No, it wasn't mine. It was for the oh. race. They said <laughs> okay. they said we'll copy you entry, but we want you to wear a GoPro. Was on your chest? Yeah. Okay. No, it was on my head. It was dumb. <laughs> It's super dumb. <laughs> I felt like an idiot. <laughs> you probably looked like an idiot. I showed up at the line. I'm like, this wasn't worth it. <laughs> uh, all right. That was a good one, Jack. I like it. I think that that I could, I don't necessarily agree with the crystal ball. I don't see it happening, but I think it should happen. I think it should happen. Last year was the year of the 3K. This Let's, let's flip it on its end. Let's do ultra. That was my thought oh, okay. right there. And it's just yeah. like, the one-off thing that they're trying and then they will never do yeah. ever again. <laughs> Who knows? I, hope not. I like it. I like, I like Which it. brings us to wish list. Wish list. Rich, okay. you want to go last? Uh, yeah. I have one more uh, uh, crystal ball thing. Oh, but you do? I could, do it. No, no, no. no. I, could, I could try to flip it into a wish list. I don't... This, one, this one's not as fun as the other one. Okay. Um, let's go wish list. All right. I'm kicking off because this piggybacks my crystal ball. I see Hyrox surpassing... Spartan, but my wish for this year is that with Spartans move back to a national series and then a regional championship and then a world championship in sequential order, that this is, when we look back in a decade, this was step one towards the reemergence of the, the Spartan of old into the new world, and it was a rebirth, and that the old guard came back out for one last hurrah, and the new guard met them at the start line and race them for the series as many races as they could. And at the end of the year, for the first time in a long time, we knew who the best in the sport one through 20 were. So you want an Avengers end game scenario here. We're going to go with the MCU. Yeah. Technologies. You yeah. want them all to come together for one last battle. And if we have to lose a few of them along the way, that's okay. Uh, it plays of, for the audience. Part, part of doing business. Yes. That would be great. That would be great. Do you think that could be handled like off, like uh, not at a Spartan? Like you said, just like a... No, I don't. I believe that as much as Spartan takes flack, the industry is only as strong as Spartan is. Because mm. as Spartans faltered, who has taken up the mantle and surged? The only option is maybe no. Savage, but they haven't surged. They've just kept doing good things. Mm. But there's not like this exponential growth or anything. They haven't recaptured like some or captured some huge market share. Like Spartan is like it or not the industry. Mm. I think we need them because but no one yet has until someone comes along that can actually supplant them. 
I think OCR Worlds had a strong argument for that, but the past four or five years yeah. has not been the case. Great and they don't COVID messed that up. You had limited participation from people coming from Europe, but now they're at a pretty inaccessible venue for a second year in a row. It's it's going to be Spartan at the end of the day. And they could match their prestige at championships, but they don't do anything during the season. So I think we need Spartan. So no, I unfortunately, Rich, I don't think so. I think it needs to be handled on the Spartan course because they're the they're still the best option. Mm. There's still no buzz like a loaded Spartan race event buzz. There isn't. And you get a little bit of like the nostalgia, like, oh, I used to love when this athlete here, like, you're right. It needs to be what it, what we hoped it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because the like sport it. is deeper than it's ever been. Talent to the top, you know, has always been as good across the eras, but you've got the potential for 30 people where it's like, I don't know if they're going to get sixth or 30th. And that's that the point. problem. We have them but they can't agree where to show up. Everyone always agreed. We'll go to Spartan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was, that was a, like a non-negotiable fact. They're going there. Now it's like high rocks is the agreed upon thing for hybrid. Yeah. OCR but doesn't they, have it. They make it so impossible to face each other though. in higher in high rocks. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very true. But, but OCR is missing that right now. There's not a common battleground where it's like, Hey, we're all going to show up and throw down. Savage had some great people show up and throw down. Spartan Worlds had some great people. Some 3K had some great people. FISO had some great people, but Trifecta did. But there was never a once like, we're all doing it. And it used to be, you were the odd man out if you didn't show up. I want that, that back. Is that kind of like how uh, uh, MMA would be? like, Or just, or I guess, like, isn't that kind of how boxing kind of splintered? Boxing and, splintered bad. Like... And there was like no real place to see the best athletes compete against each other. And then it's and we've been, been getting more of it lately. It, it almost seems as though for high rocks uh, it, as an example, because you never, I'm sure there are people who want to face you rich, like for instance, but they don't have all of Europe. The, bring yeah, it. They don't have the ability to race in your group of 50. You can only have 15 people face each other. You could have 30 people in, a, in Spartan who are all on the same start line. Right. Yeah. That, that makes it, very limited it almost feels as though if spartan was like all right half of you you know who weren't in the elite 15 you're gonna run the sprint and then the top guys you're all running the beast but you're not allowed to race the same races same distances this weekend but you'll all be there you just can't go head to head that that's kind of what hybrid feels like for the exclusivity a little bit but it's got a hundred years out there and just throw down somewhere outside of them yeah it's it's a valid point though like abu dhabi name who do you wish was there this year we could all start naming off people we wish that we wish oh, I wish Emma was there. Kempson, Nicole, Basilico, Heineck. Yeah. For the now, real 2015 Tahoe. Basilico was eight, there. He was in a different event. That's what I said for the real one. Oh, eight yeah. years ago, 2015 Tahoe. Who wasn't there that you wish was there? 2015. Matt Murphy. Okay. One. There aren't too many. Pretty much Matt's everybody King. was there. Two. Yeah. Like we, right. the, the list is short because even though it's eight years ago, we all remember everyone was there. We haven't had that in our sport. I, I wish, wish for that back. I wish for that too. I long, I long for this. Long for it. Ache. For now, it. my bones. Given, given the prize money situation, is how does that tie into your Make wish? Make a wish. You wishing? Right. Make a wish. I wish, I wish that they would pay 
more prize money to athletes so that we can get Bracken's wish. Cause that's what it's going to take to get all those athletes out there again. It takes prestige and prestige only happens if your peer group bestows it upon their race or if the community believes it's prestigious or if the dollars and cents tell you it is. And because we don't have coverage, the United States, the world, they don't know that the series is prestigious. Our peer group isn't necessarily saying it matters this year because we're not sure. And the money certainly doesn't scream that it's prestigious. Mm. We need some of those pieces in place for it to matter. So for the listeners, they are not paying individual races at all, any point, including the national series race. The only people who will get paid this year by Spartan in the U.S. are those who finish in the top three of the or, uh, yeah top three of the point series at the end of the year, based on your results from the three previous unpaid races. And I think it's five thousand dollars for first, like two thousand and one thousand. It's not a ton of money no. to for to incentivize the best of the best to go out there and do this many times. I don't I don't think you're going to see mass participation on uh, among the best of the best in the sport because of that. It's like first year competition shit. Hobie, Hobie won $10,000 in 2011 money for winning Spartan Race World Championship. $2,011? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I got it's, three grand for that first year of point series. For what place? Third. Or you got three three stacks for the series? The series. Which back then On is top is, of two on, grand for each podium along. I was the way. gonna say, oh, and wow. you, you, you won individually and you had the NCU, the Navy uh Navy. This is Federal I'm talking twenty twelve. Yeah. So it's a pretty good year. There was no Navy yet. Yeah. This is pre-first year nonsense out of Spartan. And the worst thing about it is that they made an announcement that said, stay tuned for a prize money announcement. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't say there's not going to be any prize money. And then later on, they find someone and say, hey, we, we're going to up it. They said, stay tuned for an announcement and then announce that there was nothing. Like that's the worst cliffhanger I have ever heard in my life. The they, deal fell they through. They had Sopranos a, level of endings. They had a lot of momentum, honestly, in my opinion. Like uh, after this past season, I, yeah, I like as building. of a month ago, even I, I was like, this is, this is pretty Pretty good spot to lead off the next season in. I don't think it's as good. It, so so I looked it up. There were 90 races in the U.S. that featured either an elite or just an age group heat, not open. Uh, there are you know, 120, 130 of those in, uh, if you include open heat only. But let, let's just look at those 90. And all that you do, what, what's the average race cost? 150 bucks, roughly? Sure, sure. You, you get one extra person on each of those you're going to make like 15,000 bucks or, or something for 100 times 150 that's about 15,000 bucks so let's say you get two to three new people sign up or you just take their registration out of the 2,500 people who show up to your event all you're doing is taking a couple of those and just putting it towards a dedicated prize prize pool at the end of the year you're going to have like 40,000 bucks of gender that you can give out, which at the end of the year, you could just do 15,000, 10,000, 7,500, 5,000, 2,500. You, you could have that with not a not a big drop in the bucket at the end of the year. It's probably like less than 0.1% of their sales realistically in the US only. And I think if you offered 15,000 for first place, you would have everybody coming back for it. End of the day. I, I don't yeah. know. I, I feel like it's a low-hanging fruit. You're like, we have to save money. But... It, for a company that's 
where an average race is costing hundreds of thousands of dollars to put on is saving $40,000 that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things. I, I don't think it's the biggest cost cutting measure that they really need to do if they want to keep the competitive side alive. This was my, my crystal ball told me, told me about this as well. So that like Spartan is going to further divest from the athlete side of things because now turn into a wish quick. Now I wish that he wants a downfall. <laughs> I, don't know, I can't, I can't, I can't spin this one to something that I actually want, but I wish like, it wouldn't. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but it seems like they're going to have a side by side now. Like the thing you laid out right there is there's money. There is money around, but what we talked about before, there's a bunch of holes for them to fill. And now they're gonna have a, a direct comparison to how the athlete side of things isn't correlated to the bottom line in any way. I don't think it helps them. It doesn't help them make money, but it also doesn't look that it doesn't really lose them money. Now they're gonna see that they're gonna have a better bottom line with basically just like not, mm. not like considering the pro athlete side at all. And they're gonna be like, I told you. Yeah. Like, like, and then, and then it's going to all the athlete leverage, the, like <laughs> that they thought they had the old Spartan protests. Like, Hey, we're important to these people. Now they're going to be like, you're really not. Cause the health of Spartan seems fine. Right. Like I would imagine numbers of participants are up and that like, they're, they're consistent with the old times. Yeah. yeah like it's good. At and least on the elite like, side. Yeah. And they seem to have done some smart things with like, Every race is a trifecta weekend. Like we're not going to do like the one-offs in like a town that, that mm -hmm. they just don't get those anymore. So they're they going to make only in a, in a town where they get a thousand people showing up. That right. doesn't happen. But who's they're, their title sponsor? This year, I don't know. Is it? I believe so. I don't know. What's the national series presented by? That is a good question. Who ba who's the banner on their website? Spartan. <laughs> Like those are the three pieces that they don't have anymore because they got rid of the pro side. Now, I'm not here to grind an axe or twist the knife or whatever weird medieval analogy we need to use. But that was the piece we argued from the beginning is that you can't sign title athletic sponsors without an athletic competition. And you sign them because of the pro team and you got rid of it. Fine. A, a, a company shouldn't have a pro team. No. You got rid of the series money. Fine. You need to save money. But now you can't sell a $4 million sponsorship because there's nothing to sell it to. Well, why not? Why can't they sell? Why because can't... Rakuten and Reebok, they were signed in for the series, for the world championship, and for the TV rights. Those things don't exist. There is no series that matters. There's no eyes on it because you don't broadcast it. There's only three events now. You can't sell five. World Championship is overseas, and they can't guarantee that the best people are going to go. There's no pro team to promote your, to all be out there on social promoting it. And so you can't sell a title race sponsorship without a race. The, Participation doesn't get you the same level of buy-in. At least they haven't found a way to do it. Right. And that's like, that's what they're going to see. It's like, we can have sponsors. They might, well, we can't sell them the athlete or the race side of things. We can sell them this participation numbers. Right. We, can, we can sell them what's in front of it. And and there has never seemed to be, well, what's like the longest term sponsor that has funded this and how long was it? Reebok was three or four years. 
which is pretty Rakuten long. was three or four years and 26 million. Reebok was around 4 million a year is what we were hearing. So Maybe like, that's like are, the consistent life cycle. Maybe that's like a good life cycle. It might be. It might just be what No one's is. picked up from there. Kraft has backed off. Right. Like, are these, are they seeing return on their, are the sponsors seeing return on their investment? I, I, I don't, it's hard for me to, to be here. be like, yeah, I'd be like, I can confidently say maybe. I'm Even on the website. Like, there's, there's no sponsor for, it just says the 2024 national right. series. So like little things for craft, should people go buy their gear as the best race options? I'm not sure who races in craft. For three years, everyone raced in craft. And, mm. you know, like, I don't know. There's mm. little things that it's a bad step back if you can't sell your product. It's the only way there's health is if you can sell it to people. If you can't sell it to sponsors, why can't we sell it to sponsors? Right. And on the sports side of thing, and maybe that's, maybe they're looking at like, all right, we can cut costs with like labor costs and stuff now too. It's like, maybe we don't need to manage these, these, these relationships with these companies. If we just get rid of that entirely. Yeah. But your point is accurate our dollars. and scary. You go from what? Five, three key events down to three regular events that were already occurring. No extra build, no extra day on course for people to have to work. And you're not paying out at the events. You've just saved money. And your, your scary point is that we will be seen as a liability, not as a pro or a con. And that's, that's a bad precedent moving forward. So I can I can all right I can parlay this into a wish that that I I, I, I just about. had one other thing on the competitive thing. Okay, I was on their website under the Spartan Championships page, and they have like this timeline on there, and it says 2010 first Spartan Race World Championship, uh, 2018 20 plus Global Series launched, 2019 largest prize money in OCR, 2022 Elite and Age Group Only Series, 2023 3K format launch and Burpee rule change, and then it has like an up arrow right there. But it says largest prize money in OCR, and that's 2019. That tells you something. Yeah. It's been a while. Well, COVID was a real issue. Oh, there's no and doubt. That was Abu Dhabi, was a, to be clear. 19? 2021 was Abu Oh, what was 19? Tahoe. That was, that was Tahoe. the killing That was the year. last year in Tahoe? Snow year. Okay. COVID was a problem. Yes, it was. I know that. I know they, I know, no denying that. I know. At this point, we kind of roll our eyes because we hear it so much. We're like... That shit was a problem for this company. Big time. Yeah, it's amazing they survived it. Yeah. Yeah. And that they're going to, like, yeah, the sport maybe not. All right. So a, a wish that wish? I do have is that I wish Spartan does get rid of the elite completely. <laughs> get out of here, Rich. You're gone. <laughs> <laughs> and that it... You just want to turn this into more hybrid... Only show for you. No. Rich just uh, wants more people to beat in hybrid. He's sick of getting 10th in the national series every race. So he's like, I got to get rid of them. I ain't going on their terrain. No chance. <laughs> but like, I think that there's a viable option for Spartan as a competitive series and competitive outlet for like, for age group athletes. I don't think they need to get rid of the com competition, but I don't necessarily know how elite racing and racers fits into this much now and i would love it to be like there's this crossfit competition i'm pretty sure it's mobile i, I like travels from gyms it's called festivus mm -hmm. like festivus for the rest of us it's a scaled and like newcomer uh 
CrossFit competition, right? Like it's not for elites. I think that's an an outlet here for a Spartan where they could be, they could still have the triple three, right? They could still all race each other, the triple one him. or whatever. Check. Triple one. I'm trying. No, I'm just more, letting him elite. spew out the rest of the garbage. No, more, this might be elite. the worst take of all time. What I wish. Because then it's like, I don't know. Like it's not going to be what we want it to be almost ever again. It's just going to get like, worse and worse. And they're, they're going to see that what we just saw on the bottom line of things like, oh, this doesn't do anything for us. And like, maybe they could sell some sponsors. Maybe the age group athletes are the ones who are getting some of the gear. Like they can be way cheaper to, they, they can reinvest things to like sick trophies and awesome medals. Something that is like special in that way. Not really. I don't think reinvest is out. in their vernacular anymore. <laughs> so, so Rich, you're saying if Lindsay or VJ or Ryan, if, if they're not, not winning, you're totally fine with declaring whoever the best obstacle racer is because they're not going to show up if there's no financial incentive to do it. You're like, whatever. But we'll best all obstacle know, racer on the planet is no. how do you know? We'll all know that it's not well, it would be Spartan. I'm not talking about the best obstacle racer on the planet. There could be like yeah. the other outlets that do exist, but it would we would all know it's like, okay, this is Are you like, being paid by FISO? <laughs> I'm on that big FISO dollar. I'm getting all that that streaming money comes right to my pockets. Dollar a stream to me. And then, but you would just know. You'd be like, all right, this is just the people who want to push themselves in this specific area and it's competitive for people who do want to push themselves to that level. But in terms of like elite Spartan racing, it's already like kind of hurting. That's why we wish for another year to go at it again. Yeah, I wish that Rich didn't lose his mind. Yeah. I want to go out on my sword, not on my diaper. That was horrible. Uh, no more elite. No, I wish soil elite. trouble for rich. Can't happen. <laughs> I know my, a guy. My soil is settled. I'm going to call the, oh my the utility there department. Still be competitive, but there can still be competitive OCR. It doesn't have to be Spartan and just like get him out of our, get him out of here. All right. I'm moving past it as if you didn't say anything. Social break. My question to the elites any of whom who are listening, the pro end of the sport, do do any of you care about series payouts over individual event payouts? And I understand I'm not at the at the place anymore where I'm really in the in line for either of those. But historically, I would have taken an event payout over a series payout ten times out of nine. Is there is there a way that we could get them to back up and say, all right, we're going to put a few extra thousand into it, take it away from the series, and just get people. Let's pay five deep at every race. To me, that's more valuable as an athlete. Now, again, I don't think I'm the target audience anymore, but so I'd like to hear, honestly, we know a few of them listen. Does the series payout move the needle for you at all, or would you prefer to see individual race payouts? Every single year that the national series started in the past whether it was st louis obispo or jacksonville we were always like there are so many good athletes here and they all have a shot at the same title at the end and then a few of them have a bad race they're not showing up to that second one they know they're out of the series and or yeah like there third was the one was conflicting yeah. with the stadium series right it was like yeah the, uh, the city series. field seattle yep and then people came in saw and ra- had to race bk and they're like fuck i've screwed up i should have went to i should have went should have kept it in the. Should have kept it in the the dirt. BK just put me there. Sanitary suffering. It, the dirt in the stadium. Yeah. 
I guess the infield dirt, but yeah, but but bottom line, what we've seen for years, people don't care about the end of the year for the most part, unless you are in it after like two races, they're not sticking around for a losing effort. And with this little money, even if you're flying on Allegiant and sleeping in a tent before a race, you're not breaking even for most of these races. You have to win to break even. Yeah. hundred percent. So one person might like it. Right. And it's like the, probably somebody the who's of, not the best. Who's like, yeah, I'm going to go to all of, these and I'm like the seventh best. And I'll win this And that's usually who takes third, right? Or fourth or fifth. It's someone who just hung around all of them. It, right. If I'm, if I'm Johnny Luna Lima, for instance, who hasn't really been relevant in OCR for a few years, he won big bear at one point and he won Utah at one point. Do this series. You're the one who's going to break even. You live at altitude anyway. That's who I'd be looking at, but not too much for the rest of them. Yeah. So I don't, I, I'd just like to hear some feedback. Am I in the minority or a majority here saying just put money on every race and take away the series? Cause it's like anticlimactic by the end. All right. I'm not giving up. I agree with you, Racken. I'm not giving up here. Get rid of them all. No well, pro racing. No. Only have only have the invitationals, three invitationals, and then no Alita outside of those three invitationals that are not a series that are right. standalone tent poles that can be like they'll probably have to slap some championship word on it and be like oh whatever. But let's just do that. I'm cool with that. Sure. We can w- still watch them race, and we don't have to have it be like anywhere In else. Every other race, if you want to compete against Elite. the best, sign up for the first wave of the day. And it, but it's all age group. Well, I mean, that's, it have, is now. You're right? still going to have three to ten. We don't have every age local anymore. race showing up. We don't. Well, and High Rocks actually doesn't have elite. They don't have elite Pro. like podiums. Pro, yeah. No, they don't. Yeah, they don't have. You only win your age group in High Rocks. Okay. You don't like win the race. You're not like the so hunters winner. thirty to thirty four. He's sweeping those all the time. I think he's out of that category. I think he's thirty five now. Oh, okay. But uh, but yes, he's washed. But yes, that but that's that's what I want. I'm with that. I like that BK. That would be great for us to be All able to we watch. Want is is like three to five races that we get to watch where we're just seeing some battles, both genders, good people showing up. Like we lost the entire dream team last year. I would love to see a lot of them show up again in the women's field. We want or like Annie, the we want Omar team. Was that? I didn't so hear more you. like the misnomer team. Come on. Yeah. Can't be the dream team and not race. True. That's true. True that. But yeah, the series this year might actually suck. Are we gonna have to draft that? It was We're rough. Try. It, was, it was rough. We'll see what happens. Year. And that was an example, like that last race in Mexico. Like, I don't even remember what happened. It was on hell. Ida whooped everybody on hell. He and won. Then, and then Manu won the series. He had the swollen knee. In. Yeah. Right. Ryland got fifth because he had so much racing. Ida. Uh, Ida. The series? Uh, For the... Who won the women's series? How can I not even... Uh, Yanka, third. Pachetta, second. Popova? No. That boy almost broke Jack's brain and he can't figure this out. Uh, My my brain's broken. I can't think. Uh, Chris. See? You know how... That's what I'm... Chris, she got second in Mexico. First in Big Bear. point. Series are done. We don't even care. Yeah. We didn't even, we really didn't even care about this. And this was like an, uh, a proper series where we're paying it's, out. It's a participation pro, pro, uh, participation award at that point. Now, historically, the first or second best racer won the series. 
Yeah. It was sure. Cody, Hobie, Atkins, Hobie, Atkins, Atkins, Atkins. Like it, it played out well. VJ won one year. But only no, because v- the best person was also the most active and consistent. There was that one year where VJ won, uh, what was it? Alabama, Jacksonville. And then was that the Asheville year where he he won three races and it was add your points across the five. So mm-hmm. he couldn't win, even though he won more than well, he half chose not of the to race. go to he, I know I that, think he did Jacksonville that year and then he didn't do Big Bear. I yeah. Think. There, there was one year where he was by far the best racer, but yeah. he didn't have the participation enough. And people who ran all five races simply accumulated enough points because of the flawed point structure. And then they finished ahead of him. And it was like, this is stupid for the, right. the series. I mean, I'm against series. I'm just saying that, what, nine times out of 10, the best racer or second best racer won the series. What do you, all right, let all yeah. of us have done stadium races. Let's say that they offered increased prize money at certain stadium races versus the series as a whole. What do you do? Are you like, I'm going to show up to all of them? Or are you like, I'm going to really be prepared for Fenway because that is a good venue for my skill set, for instance? Like, you which one are you them. going after? All of them? Every time they offer money, you show up. Yeah. Oh, if they're paying so out for them, yeah. Yeah, it's like making it a series. To me, you pay for the series and then you lose participation along the way. You pay for each race and some people might pick their best race, but the majority of people are going to show up each time because they like racing. Like we're looking for a reason to race in this sport. There's a lot of people like, just give me something important to race. I want to race. I agree with that. Who else wishes something? Jackie, you got something? I wish we had a little bit more direction on clean form in hybrid races and what is an allowable mm. rep. Mm. I think that they're making some progress with that. But we saw at DecaFit World Championship or all the Deca World Championship events, some really sketchy lunges, some really terrible Ram Burpee extension. No one's extending. They're, they're not standing up straight. We see it. They have a bucket for some people in the past for higher. It's just learn how to do things the proper way. And I really wish that judges would enforce bad reps. Yes. We need to shame people into compliance. It's the you only do it way enough. It's going to work. Everybody will learn the right way. Everyone knows the right way. They're just trying to get away with it. That's the biggest difference. I don't think that's, I don't think you can't say that. Some are. You Some don't think that you can't say everybody. Because what do you think people are doing at the gym during training? Are they are they doing sloppy reps on their own or are they Maybe. like probably like they're just trying to go fast and like doing the standards to what they feel like they're hitting and when they're not being corrected then they think that they're doing it right. Like I think people get it people need to get hit with no reps so that they can yeah. clean up their form during training. But I think a lot of times it's like in training you're doing burpee broad jumps <clears throat> and like you're stepping too far forward or something like that and you don't even notice or your hands are jump le- leaping out too far forward and just feels normal i don't think everybody's doing it there's definitely some people that deck deck is a little bit easier to fudge for a lot of it but i, I like this one jack you gotta like the judging needs to be locked in yeah i hate to be that armchair quarterback but i used to defend the athletes it's gotten worse this year. And so when I was a teacher, my mentor used to tell me, if you ever have to sub or take over a classroom, you kick one kid out in the first five minutes and you set the tone. Every time he said, I'm kicking someone out, I'm sending them to the principal's office. Yeah, and I'm telling the principal beforehand, listen, you're going to get a call in the first five minutes. 
I'll let you know how bad it is. You, they might, you might just have to sit on for five minutes and send them back. I'm setting the tone. And that just might be what we need. Someone needs to be DQ'd from a major for egregious form and everyone's going to toe the line. You just need one sacrificial lamb. Hmm. If I was, if I qualified and then had to, and then had it for worlds and then was in another major and they would pay me to be this person, if they would like, like stake, have someone out there, like planted, planted me out there, I'll do it. There's one other way to do it is that you just get a, a camera on everyone during the burpee, broad jumps, lunges, wall balls, and then you make an official call out video right after the race say we are establishing standards this rich ryan right here doing this fail incorrect you just publicly announce it and shame the people and then it'll never happen again it's me would, would you pick one person or would you do this is the my race least favorite people we're going on everybody yeah just but then it doesn't it doesn't change the race result it's like no he did this all wrong but still got third or whatever going forward this will be a dq but yeah, yeah. i mean you just got to dq hey, people you, you've you got to. their season start or their, their season ends in june it's like hey we're going to use examples from the rest of the season as soon as world championships is over this year once france is done here's the new the new rules that we're going to be doing next year we're just going to call people out from this past year though there's no sense having rules if you don't punish them I should shouldn't say punish. Enforce them. Enforce. I'm not looking punishment for punishment. We don't want. We don't want. I want compliance, not punishments. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, we don't. We don't want penalties. There's no reason to have them if you don't enforce it. Can't be on our system because we're not to be trusted. Right. You get too tired. You search for speed, or you're just a skeezy person. One of the three same, options is all it takes. Same same thing with like uh ram burpees for instance that decided multiple podium places slash winners in technical world championships and it's like enough with the half like a little bit over your head the push forward i think i forget which one of you mentioned the hand release at the bottom that'd be a great yep. way to just ensure people are and actually doing that yeah lockout and then a full top. lockout at the top it's just start and end point do whatever you want in the middle all you have to do is check those two boxes Yeah, I wish that too. I wish that too. Just because I hate the the optics. Uh, the optics are whatever. I don't, I don't like. I mean, the optics are bad. Optics are definitely bad from from like outside for for recruit a recruitment purpose. But just like the the discourse around it after, and just people being like, oh, if only X Y Z. It's like let's just turns a positive event that. negative. Yeah, and then people are watching it in the comments instead of you know enjoying the competition. They're fighting about form. And you have people that are in the know saying that is absolutely legal. And other people who are in the know saying that is a terrible form. <laughs> right. It's not good. It's just not just, good for anyone. Just think about what we make fun of CrossFit for. Like we're never really being like, oh, they didn't lock out. They're always, almost always having having reasonable form, especially mm -hmm. on like the Olympic lifts because they're not going to get a rep unless they do it. We're making fun if they can't measure with a wheel, that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. We're not making fun of form. And I think if the form cleans up, they've got it down to a science how each course is pretty pretty rough uh you can replicate them very easily for deca specifically high rock still doesn't have that that would be another wish to get a consistent course layout but that'll never happen but yeah we're better off hoping that it don't use time yeah and that would be a, that would also i think this deck could help this issue as well because it's a problem when you see people with bad reps in their time gives them some sort of advantage Benefit. for the year right for forever mm-hmm so yeah. Essentially, two seasons in a row. If you lock in a good one, you're going to at least start next season with 
an edge. Now, yeah. People are going to be qualifying for times they ran a year ago, like starting now. Just <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> Insane. How does they wipe that? I don't know. I got to say. Anyone else wish anything? No. Nah. See how it happens. I wish every athlete to be paid on time this year. How about that? That's nice. That'd be good. That's nice. And I, I wish that there's big time sponsors rolling in who will be helpful in in I don't know. It doesn't seem like Spartan ever did this. Like they wanted the protein thing, right? And they helped people get followings. Because like a following for an athlete in the, this type of sport is basically how they're going to profit from it, right? Like the race itself, like, yes, if you race, you go out you and you win races, you'll collect checks and that will be good. But really the the sponsorship and the exposure and the amount of people that who are following you, right, is going to be really where you can uh, make some a little bit more sustainable money. I would love to see... And, and Spartan, I don't know. I don't know if they ever helped kind of coach people to improve their like social media or or personal brand. Um, I feel like something like that doesn't necessarily have to be within the company because, like we said, Spartan having a pro team is weird in the first place. I don't think Hyrox need to be like, all right, we're going to teach these people how to be influencers or whatever. They should. It only helps them. It does. I think that that would be a reason for them, or if sponsors are are come in and, and do mm -hmm. help. Instead of like trying to capitalize on a following, help facilitate growth. That's something I wish. I wish for a race brain at a race together. Ooh. Which one? Where are we going? Jacksonville? Can't. Jacksonville? I'm not doing Jacksonville. I can't. Seattle. Seattle may be fine. I would When's consider that. Seattle's uh, September? September. I want. I wish Bracken would race a little bit more. He's out there in hybrid race period. Indiana twenty four hour. We can all we can all go to Indiana. We can each get hour, some kind yeah. of race. Twenty four is that twenty? Is that twenty five k? That's the, the sponsored by Rabdo. Twenty five hour. Um, Listen, it was my full intent to do it last year, and once again, injuries in the first half of the year kept me from being able to, and so. Once again, this year, it's my intent to race more. I have a whole okay. schedule built out. It's just, will I arrive there? That Indian, right. that Indiana's not bad. It's, I'm out of town for Indiana. They'll be, they'll be, oh, in Indiana? We yeah. are at Mount Rushmore for Indiana. Oh, nice. Ryan Ken was just there. I saw that. I went there for 4th of July a couple of years ago. It's really cool. Did you see that they're doing, they have, there's a deck of fit in Colorado. Roadshow. Sounds terrible. Cirrus Arena. Is that Cirrus? It's in it says Superior. Which is oh, I, th I thought it, it it's I thought it's Cirrus who's doing it. Maybe I'm wrong. But um Yeah, I don't know. It's on here right now. It, it doesn't say Roadshow. Don't expect I don't know to be sir. paid if you are. Right. I don't know if necessarily oh my god, this would be so miserable. But we could all be there. BK come out, hang we'll out. We got a spot for you. Yeah, come out and compete at altitude. <laughs> Dude, we gotta get you on a relay. We gotta, we just gotta see what you can do yeah. in a deck of relay. You would be that guy. Two hundred NorCal, two fifties at a time. You can do that at altitude. Yeah. Plan is. Did you strong did you see sprint the... Deca High Rocks team? I gotta hit them all this year. That's the plan. Did you see the caption for the Philadelphia race on August twenty fourth? 
you might get stabbed. No, it's the Thrilla nice. and Phila. Oh, that's what I didn't come up with that. That's exciting. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> let's stabbed. Well, let's let's go. go birds. Go birds, baby. You, you know what? I'm looking at this yeah. right here, and the last Deca fit on the calendar is September 7th and 8th in Florida. That is an early no, actually, yeah, that's within two weeks more. of what Orlando was again. So yeah, I have no idea when that. the world championship is, but do you like that having that potential multi-month gap in between world championships? Um I don't think it's optimal, but it's been okay. It's been okay. Cause then it's not you're not waiting until the last second like we have for high rocks to like know who's qualified. You should like know what it's gonna be. You have an opportunity to to like book travel, plan your training around it. I don't I don't hate it. Yeah. Okay. Or I wish that high rocks and deck athletes don't have to choose this year. Mm, that major events don't overlap ever again. Yeah. For all of time. This place is super close, BK. Come through for the Colorado one. We'll just hang out. Yeah, superiors. You can drive there in 10 minutes from where you're at, right? We'll be there. What's the altitude? Probably like the fives? 50, yeah, it's 55, like 56, 57, probably. Yeah. You're fine. What time of year? Come down for the training camp. We'll come May. come hang out. May? Yep. May what? Beautiful weather. 25th. It's actually pretty close to um Bracken May go. Championships. Come are we going to do uh, oh, it is, an it obstacle say, race together? Or, it does or say hosted by Cirrus Fitness. Um, it says Deca Roadshow hosted by Cirrus Fitness. So yeah, you are right on Jalen yeah. Jack. Um, OCR? Are you retired? No, come on, dude. I can't retire. From, it's like, it's saying you're retired. It's like, who's an NBA player? It's like, oh yeah, I'm announcing my retirement. That just like has been a journeyman, like an Ish Smith character. Goran Dragic. He, he did uh, Dragic a couple days ago. Nah, Donnie's the man. Goran, yeah, like yeah, that'd be like Ish Smith tossing out some sort of like retirement announcement, and then it's like we know you've been gone. <laughs> it's like, oh, you were still thinking you were yeah. part of this? No, I'm not. I'm not swinging from no monkey bars anytime soon. Seattle. Um, all right, Seattle it is. Sounds good. And one other thing, we we don't we, don't, we could wrap this thing up. I wish BK keeps that dunk streak alive. For the next decade. <laughs> decade. Decade. 46. Dude, you see what LeBron's doing out there? He's 6'9. Dunking. dunking that. I think Tom Brady, Tom Brady could probably dunk. Um, no way. I'm getting iffy here. Last year on New Year's Day, I had to break five in the mile. And this year on New, I mean, New Year's Eve. This year on New Year's Eve, I had to find access to a gym to dunk. It came down to the wire. Could you then dunk today? And count it as this year. Yeah, because it's this year. You should do that right now. Go as out. As soon as dunk. my legs are back, I'm gonna get still, one. Down. There's, there's still I, I dunked on January third last year to start off, and I was planning at one point doing a mile, and then my knee thing happened, and yeah, never ended up doing. I did it on a downhill on trail. Doesn't count. But Rich, I played basketball four days in a row. I had that two day tournament. Damn. And then, and then the day after. And I had to dunk, and my my yeah, my legs are shot. Oh no no no! Yeah, you should have done. You should have done that. Like blade, two <laughs> days of rest, warm up for ninety minutes, hour dunk. <laughs> so yeah. if you give a couple more days of rest, you should dunk right now. Get yeah, it out of the way for it. the year. However, the the five minute mile and the dunk streak 
combined is now at 20. Wow. That's great. Yeah. 2004 was my first one. That's, that's pretty nasty, man. Haven't missed a year. Rich, how many dunks have you had? No dunks. You've never dunked in your life? No dunks. Damn. I'm more of a, I can get, I can get to the bucket though. I got a quick Nash or Tony Parker. I got a quick first jump so I can get up there and grab a board. I don't need to be all the way up there. Yeah, yeah. I got position too and hustle. Don't think, don't think I don't. I'm sore in all sorts of places right now. I, I can't imagine playing basketball. <laughs> just anymore. It's just not happening. No. The lateral movements, just that's bad. I would definitely need to prepare. I would need to, yeah, I would need to be like not really training for a while and preparing just to do move laterally, just to play like 30 minutes half court. I the did a softball was... game with uh, Audrey's work. They needed a fill in. And I'm like, sure, sounds good. I, I played rec softball in Houston a ton. Like I played baseball all the years. And for like four days, I was wrecked from sprinting, what, maybe 120 total feet. Right. Like, <laughs> it is another, oh, it's horrible. My thing was jumping and landing. I play basketball twice a week with my dad and the old guys. And so I'll, I'll like, you react a little bit. So I have some lateral in me, but I never take off and I never land. I always stay like planted. And that was different. That, it felt like I ran a mountain race the next morning after the first night of games. I like all my stabilizers front of like every, 360 around my lower legs from knee down. Everything mm. was just wrecked. We need to no get, injury like, though? Those, nah, I'm good. Okay. So you get like those like crash pads that they have for people doing like BMX biking or you just like shove the pad underneath when you jump just so you yep. can just fall and land real nice. Yeah. Do it over like a foam pit. You know, like, like you get caught a little and you land one foot with it a little behind you and like everything jars a little. I haven't done that in a while. So, uh, no, that would be, I'd be like, I'm out. I'm good. We're not doing it. It felt good. Made nice, it through dude, healthy. Congrats. That's sick. That's amazing. That'd be a good sign for this year. You think anyone else has that streak? My brother lost his last year. Ah. I'm sure I didn't get the five minute mile last year, but I'm two years shorter of a streak. So mine ended at like 16 or 17. I don't know. Let's let's get uh, Sean Roberts. to twenty twenty three. Sean Roberts will be up there. He's been doing it for a while. I think you he, he's thirty three, thirty two. Yeah, I wonder what his is. Yeah. Probably slower than yours. Shorter, not slower. He had a sub four and a dunk in the same year. No, I think. His, his, his miles not what yours is right now. No chance. Sean Roberts. <laughs> just kidding. Just so gassing you up, Doss. Just gassing you up, son. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's wrap this thing up. We we're we're making up from time that we overdid it for the past couple of weeks. So appreciate everybody popping through. Happy to to have this next year of race brain ahead of us. Should be a lot of interesting things happen. Seeing if anything happens in our crystal ball, see how like if this was more like magic eight ball type of stuff coming through, or if this is some of these things are gonna happen, but we're excited to be back, feeling refreshed after a week off. BK, what you got on the running public? Uh, we just did an episode on the opposite end of the spectrum of people who are jazzed up to get after goals in 2024. Nice. People who are a little aimless right now in the doldrums. I like it. I like it. Armar took off. Full week off of podcasting. So we're ready to go. We're ready to rock. Fresh. Okras is the right way to end the year. Gotta be. Yeah. That's it. All right, squad. Talk to you soon. Good to see you, boys. See you in two weeks for me.